Let's go shit. Yeah, baby. Violence. When they play that new Yeezy, all the dope boys go crazy. All the dope boys go crazy. Let's go. You ain't ready to die. Try to jump back in your lane. It's like hoes in this motherfucker. It's just me and you. We walk the stones in this motherfucker. Cook something. Whoop you niggas ass like you inside your mama person took something. We in the twin robbers. This gon' be a good summer. I can see the future. Let's call them and get a hook, huh? Scream from the rooftop. Free young dog so I can reverse the bar. They chick on one blood. Still fresh like ah. Cold white Air Forces got me dressed like ah. Andre, the doc. Sometimes I pull up on him and the door still locks. I don't knock, but the hit boy beats too. Welcome to the surf club, and we bought the beats too. Westside connected, Ice Cube, Dub C2. You don't bow down, the Mac 10 will reach you. Violence. All I hear is violence. All I hear is violence. When I walk in the room, okay, bro. Oh. Game, it's been a minute, bro. It's been a minute, no, no, game. No, no, back music. Fucking, it's been a minute. This shit sounds hot. Yeah, sounds shit hot. is hot. It shit smacks, bro. That shit is smacking, bro. Smacking. Yeah. Well, yeah. shit, bro. I mean, uh, welcome back, Dave. You yeah. know what I mean? Best coast host ever that a, <laughs> that a dude could fucking ask for, dog. You know what I mean? And uh, shit, bro. I'm, I'm proud of us, bro. We knocked one out. Uh, what yeah. was it? Fucking Monday. And uh, yeah. here we are Wednesday. At uh, 9.51 p.m., we yeah. found a little time to fucking get another one done, and we're, yeah. we're, we're about to chase this, bro. We're not trying to lose momentum. We're trying to, you know, incrementally build this, so, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Trying to be platform. <laughs> Even with all the shit going on, <laughs> scratching and clawing, and yeah. sometimes <sighs> screaming for help, bro. That's it, brother. That's I'm it. I'm my voice like, like the dark night. That's all right. Rachel! <laughs> Rachel! Swear to me! Oh man! So hey man, listen. Uh, so this is technically uh, episode uh, 16? 17. 17. 17, Yeah, we we got one that's already burned that we haven't uploaded yet. We probably won't do that till and Sunday. And the covers done. And the covers done. We're fucking being little fucking busy bees over here. You know what yeah, I mean? That's an understatement. Yeah, bro. So man, kudos to us for the effort that we're putting in, bro. Shit, you know we gotta clap for our goddamn selves right now, bro. Because yeah. those. Those accolades ain't there yet, bro. You know what I mean? Plus, you know, that's not what we're doing it, but you know what I mean? We gotta, hot. we gotta celebrate our own shit right yeah. now, bro. You know what I mean? We gotta be our own biggest fans, bro. You know what I'm I mean? Grab my own ass. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Uh, but anyways, let me uh, let me take a sip of this. Yeah, go ahead and take a sip of that, bro. I know you gotta get loose before that's we do right. these things. But anyways, bro, uh, welcome back. Uh, the neighbor podcast on my neighbor on my neighbor family uh you know welcome back thank you for joining us again uh episode 17 you know episode what i mean 17 uh we're gonna title this episode um uh creating phys- uh, psychological barriers but before we get into that i want to get into something very special oh. uh like i said um you know we're celebrating ourselves right now because people don't even know us they don't even know what we look like we haven't made that cross yet into uploading videos, which is coming shortly, you know what I mean? But um, I want to celebrate my, my, my boy, Dave, uh, for finally doing something that I've been on his ass about him doing for fucking at least a year and a half, you know oh, what I mean? Jesus. If not longer, you know what I mean? Uh, but Dave, please, uh, I'm going to tell him what I'm referring to, and then you take it away okay. and tell us a little bit about the process and what you did, Okay. 
Um, and what I'm referring to and what I'm celebrating, my boy, uh, you know, giving him his flowers for finally putting some of his artwork up as NFTs. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's something that I've uh, and explain them a little bit because I'm even you know I'm not 100 percent sure exactly what the NFT is. I, I I know a little bit about it, but I'm sure you did your due diligence. Yeah, and I'm still doing it. And right. uh, I finally said, you know, I've been doing projects here and there. You know, uh, for those of you that know me, I'm I am an artist of many different mediums, and um, I have finally tiptoed my way and put my toes in the water for in the NFT business in the, in the trade. And uh, basically, NFT stands for non-fungible token. And it just means that whatever you put out there, it's completely unique. It means that it can be transferred on a blockchain, which is essentially, without getting too technical, it's a digital wallet mm -hmm. for tokens. Bitcoin, currency, that kind of stuff. And uh, these, these assets carry unique digital identity, and they can be traded between users or the public, a public blockchain like, like Tezos, for, for instance. There's several different wallet chains that you can use, and uh, the most commonly thing uh, used for NFTs is artwork. Um, you know, that's what a lot of people do, but again, anything can be uh, an NFT. Trading cards, a comic book, uh, even the first, um, the first tweet, uh, basically anything. Our first podcast. Yeah, first podcast. Yeah. Yeah, first cover. It first cover. Matter. Yeah. Oh, oh. And it's usually associated with artwork. So what I did was lay down the, the framework and the foundation. And really, you really have to put some thought into it because there are little, you know, costs and different things that you're not familiar with. So uh, I went ahead and set all that up, uh, set up the wallet, set up, you know, how I'm going to release uh, certain pieces of artwork. Uh, I'm working on getting some artwork showcase that actually is already sold. And uh, just to get it out there and uh, create these very exciting and very cool like um, bids, these little auctions. Yeah. And uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be. It's gonna show my showcase my work in a way that's never been done before. People are gonna see pieces they've never seen before, and uh, it's gonna give people a chance to uh, own or trade or you know, be a part of this. Yeah. And uh, it is gonna be. It's not gonna be um, recognized by my name. Uh, it's all going to be uh, recognized by a symbol. Uh, a symbol, a name that I've thought about, I've had for many years, and that's going to be a LazyBot Studios. And um, yeah, I'm excited. And uh, yeah, the first pieces are getting put together, and uh, you, you know, with the documentation, with certificates, and uh, lots of cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're being done as we speak. Well, awesome, bro. You know what I mean? Um, I'm hoping for your sake, bro, this is the launching point to give you. Uh, the much-needed um, uh, availability of time so that you can focus strictly on this and your your true passion, you know what I mean? Yeah. And where you could start, you know, supporting your family off of this, and you know what I mean? Uh, just allowing yourself to open up yourself to the different um, uh, as, as, aspects of your create your creativity, you know what I mean? Which which are a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, kudos to you, my boy, you know what I mean? Like, everything starts with one fucking step, and you took a major step in the right way. Like, and it, and it was really just, there's no reason why you couldn't have done this earlier, but who gives a fuck? That's in the past. You've done it now. It's done. It's done. You're officially there. It's, it's just like you've already started something new. This version of you has never existed before. Where this sudden momentum or burst of, of, of uh, encouragement came from after me fucking begging you to do this shit for a year and a half you finally did it but see that's the thing bro yeah this is on your timing if we're gonna fucking if i'm gonna sit here and be bothered about you finally you know taking a year and a half about it we don't get what we're trying to do here and teach other people 
everything is in perfect time. And, and the, thought, the whole thought process went behind it. When I think of something, whether it be a piece of art or creating or a vision or some type of inspiration, it's, it's a very chaotic and insane process. I mean, nobody can, I can't really explain it or people can grasp it. It's just something I do. And it's all associated with things. Things come to mind. There's, there's plans that are made but not written down, but they've already created. And I'm, I'm pretty much curating what I have before it's even hung. Yeah. And um, yeah, when this gets officially launched, when everything is up and everything is going, I'm going to have an art show associated with it. And yeah. all of our listeners are going to be invited. And it's going to be at a, at, a, at a couple locations that I chose. And uh, a lot of it is um, going to be exciting. Beautiful, bro. Yeah. Beautiful. You yeah. know, look at you, my boy. Good shit, bro. Good shit, bro. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's going to be a lot that we're going to be celebrating in the near future. I mean, remember, you heard it here at first at the Network Podcast. It was episode 17. Mark it on your calendars. These motherfuckers spoke it into fruition. It's going to happen. It's already done. We just haven't arrived at that reality yet. So, kudos to you, my boy. And uh, without further ado, bro, let's fucking kick this motherfucker off. And, uh, you know what I mean? Let's drop some, some gems on these folks. And, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, the shit that we share with you guys, by the way, is stuff that, that that I happen to read or that me and Dave discuss, and I do a little further investigation into it. And uh, when something excites me so much, I want to bring it to you guys as soon as possible because when I read something, it, it literally fucking changes me. It literally changes me. Like, words are so goddamn powerful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The written word is the most powerful fucking thing. The spoken word is the most beautiful fucking thing. You know what I mean? Um, just to be, uh, just to, you know, like like the music that we just put on with, with, with game. You know what I mean? He's eloquent with his words, with his delivery, with the manipulation of, of rhyming, with the manipulation of... of uh, the uh, relatability. The, 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 the cadence yeah. of, of the music and the lyrics. Like, it's just a fucking beautiful art form. That's why... Rap is such a big genre. That's why music's such a big genre. That's why anything having to do with language and spoken word trans transforms. Anything written, the Bible, some of the biggest uh, helpful books out there that have transformed and changed people. That's it. Get it. Get it. You want to be powerful? Put down the motherfucking guns and pick up a book. That shit will make you fucking the type of powerful that they don't want you to be. They will ban books before they ban guns. Trust me. Trust me. Motherfuckers start getting too smart out here. Shit's going to change. They've already have. Shit's going to change. I mean, shit. Don't even let me get into all the fucking resources of knowledge that they've already raped us from as a society, as culture, as humankind. Like, there's so many fucking things that they have suppressed from us over over time in history. And, and we just accept it. And we just fucking accept it. But... Anyways, um, I came across something that when I was reading, and um, I found it fucking fascinating, bro. Um, and it was a video that I seen um, that was called The Training of Fleas. Wow. Training of Fleas. Um, and so I did a little research on it, and that's what I'm about to share today nice. on episode 17. You know what I mean? Excited. Um, again, uh, properly labeling this one. Um psychological barriers or creating psychological barriers episode 17 of the neighbor podcast and here we go um have you ever heard how to train fleas let's suggest you catch a flea and put it in a glass jar what happens if you leave the jar with no lid on it most likely the fleas will jump out what happens when you put the lid on 
The police jump up against Liv. They get her and maybe try a few more times. Then they give up. If they do jump, then not against the lid, but only jump to the lid. What happens when you take the lid off later? The fleas can no longer jump out of the jar because they associate jumping high with pain. Most people are trained just like these fleas that can't get out their jar. They are capable of jumping higher with the help of others. They have developed a psychological ceiling that they cannot overcome. The only thing stopping them is the way they think. When achieving any noteworthy goal, people often talk about surpassing themselves. What does surpassing yourself really mean? In my opinion, it means that a person does something that he, she hasn't done before using his or her abilities in a way that he or she couldn't reach earlier. The fact that everyone has the ability to perform at a higher level, most people simply don't acknowledge that. With the help of others, many have taken it into their own heads that they are not capable and more have created a psychological barrier. Now, beliefs affect physiology. This is just an addition. And here's an example of an extraordinary person by the name of Roger Bannister. Do you, are you familiar with him? No, tell us who he is. All right, so let me read you a little bit on this guy, you know what I mean? So that you guys can, you know what I mean? I always like to give you a, a little gem and then give you a little something by comparison, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. uh, beliefs affects uh, physiology. One of the greatest performances in the history of an individual sport belongs to a runner named Roger Bannister. He was the first to run one English mile under four minutes. Bannister is a perfect example of how belief and expecting a certain goal can lead to success. In 1946, Bannister was studying medicine at Oxford University and spent all his free time training for medium distance running. At the time, everyone thought that running a mile under four minutes was impossible. Bannister believed that it could be done and that it was just another record that, he, that could be beaten. He practiced in the 1952 Olympics as a gold medal favorite. Unfortunately, Bannister didn't finish in the first three. He was very disappointed and considered giving up running. But since he loved the sport, he decided to keep trying and set an even more ambitious goal. He wanted to be the first to run an English mile in under than four minutes. With the help of his friends, Chris Brasher and Chris Chataway, Bannister created a strategy to fulfill his goal. Brasher and Chataway had to maintain the speed necessary to break the record. However, since neither of them was able to run a full course at the necessary pace, they took turns leading the run. In 1954, it was time to try the impossible, and Bannister decided to do it on Eifley Road, England. Many spectators and photographers showed up. After takeoff, Chris Brasher began to lead the race and set the pace. Bannister was right behind him and Chataway was third. Then Chataway started leading and setting the pace. Bannister was second, but 250 yards before the finish line, he spurted ahead, crossed the finish line, and collapsed due to exhaustion. Jeez. When his time was announced, the crowd roared in excitement. Bannister had finished the one-mile race in 3 minutes and 59 seconds. He was the first ever to achieve something like this. 
Roger Bannister believed in fulfilling his goal and assumed that he would be able to break the record. He broke the physical and psychological barrier for himself and many others. Only 46 days later, Bannister's rival, Landy, set a new record, 3 minutes and 58 seconds. And by now, the record has been improved by about 17 seconds. What did, what, what did it all start with? It took one man who believed in his ability to break a record and try to achieve his goal in good faith. Once the record was broken, the beliefs of others increased automatically, and new records were broken extremely fast. As Henry Ford once said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Boom! The only motherfucker in our way, Dave, is ourselves and our limited fucking beliefs. That is like a, it's 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 worse than cancer. Now I know what you. It's mean. worse than cancer because it won't even have you trying. It won't even have you trying. It won't even let you play with the fucking idea. It will not even let you entertain the idea. There's nothing in this fucking world that cannot be attained through dedication and perseverance. We are not limited beings. Our beliefs limit us. I think it tied in beautifully with what you shared with me the other day when you fucking actually sent me that you had already registered the NFT and you had done all of this. Like, my boy, your fucking potential as a, as an artist, as a, as a human being, bro, as, as a, you exceed so much shit on a daily basis, but you're so fucking immune to it, bro. You know what I mean? And I know I, I I'm lucky enough to know a handful of people like you, bro. You guys are amazing. There's no reason why people like you should be working for other fucking people. There's people that believe in their vision, and then there's people that work for them. You should be a guy that believes in your vision. We should be those guys that believe in their vision, bro. You know what I mean? As, as a culture, as a race, we've accomplished a lot, bro. We've accomplished a lot. And a lot of it has been suppressed in history, bro. But we've accomplished a lot, bro. I don't know how many metric tons of cocaine we've moved into the United States <laughs> as a race. <laughs> it can be, and we've been very creative as it, you know what I mean? As a culture, as a race doing it. You know what I mean? Nothing's impossible, bro. You just gotta want it more than the obstacle. You just gotta want it more than the obstacle. If you're gonna concentrate on the obstacle, you're already done. You got to concentrate on the goal. The obstacle is just where you zig and you zag around. You know? And trial and error. And trial and error. And trial and error. And the only reason I use the cocaine as an analogy is because it's where most people fucking celebrate. Money and fucking status. And you know what I mean? That, that's what's celebrated now, bro. There's a bunch of other shit that we've done that's fucking super impressive, but no one talks about it. You know what I mean? That's the only way I went on that line. I'm not, I'm not celebrating that or, you know what I mean? That's the only reason I use that. You know, that's I mean? an interesting one because if you look at the history and the stories and true stories, the way they moved things into the country was so creative. They've gotten to like crazy heights. Oh, bro! Yeah. And think about what what 
the, what, he, what the mind is capable of, of doing, and it would have that would have been transferred to medicine, or I don't know, I, who knows? The well, that's the fucking thing. Yeah. It's just the fucking intent and the will mm-hmm. behind it that brings these things to fucking life. Yeah. Let me give you an example. When you've been in love before, and you look at somebody, or let me give you an example of your kids. Okay. Okay. Let's concentrate on one of them for the sake of the, the for the sake of the argument. You know what I mean? Let's say Bash, right? Okay. You look at him. You feel an immense fucking love coming over you, right? Yeah. Who's creating that love? I am. Exactly. You're creating that love by putting your attention and your energy into it. I don't even have to look at it. The love it. doesn't even exist if, if it's not coming from you. Where does the love come from? It emanates from me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just want people to realize, bro, you don't have to be like everybody else. You don't have to fucking follow suit. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing just because it's what everybody else is doing. There's probably fucking geniuses right now, bro. Getting home from work dead tired. Eating a fucking frozen meal, bro. And fucking calling it a night because they got to get up tomorrow again to go to a fucking job that they hate and do it all over again for some ungrateful motherfuckers. Just because his fucking back is against the fucking wall and he has a family to maintain and he has a mortgage to pay and he has credit card debt and he has all this shit that someone told him was essential in order to be somebody in this fucking society and this fucking community. If every corporation, if everybody that works for corporations, no one showed up tomorrow, what would be of those corporations? Chaos. How would they run? Can the, can the, can the CEOs, can the fucking, can the investors run the company? No. If no one showed up to the Super Bowl, what would that be? Nothing. Nothing. If no one showed up to the to the Major League Baseball World Series, what would that be? Not a damn thing. It's the energy. It's 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 where you place your energy that gives life to any fucking thing. Think of the biggest events in the world. What would it be without a fucking audience? A channel. What would a home run be if there was no one in the fucking stands to cheer for it? What would it be if there was not a million or or billions of people watching on TV? What would it be? Boring to... uh, Baseball to me already is fucking boring as fuck watching it on TV. That's just my personal opinion. It's a little more lively at the game. But you know why? Because you're sharing in the fucking energy that's that's circulating in that fucking stadium. Everybody has one common goal. Everybody has one common objective. Either rooting for one team or the other. And everybody is all in because it represents 
fucking your city. It represents what you grew up with. It re represents an American pastime. That's what that is. Because the other fucking people that are rooting for the opposite team, they feel the same fucking way, but it's their fucking team. Neither team is shit if nobody shows up to watch them. Mm -hmm. Neither shit is nothing if there's not sponsors to secure them. Why do sponsors fucking show up and, and, and fucking sponsor these things? Because they want all those eyes permeated on their fucking product. So they can fucking get that energy. It's just, it's just an exchange of energy. It's an exchange of energy. I'm not demoralizing the sportsmanship and, and the athleticism of these fucking, you know, athletes. They're great. They're amazing. But guess what? Every fucking overweight guy that has six fucking hot dogs lined up to watch the rest of the fucking game and fucking four beers, they could be that fucking athlete. Yeah. But instead of them taking that energy that they're putting into the fucking pursuit of being a fan um, and, and, and rooting for their fucking team, they, they give that energy freely away to the event. Where they could have taken that energy of themselves and, and be an athlete like the ones that they admire so much. Or be a different version of a fucking hero. That's the only fucking difference between people that make it and people that don't. We're the only fucking problem because we limit ourselves, bro. And just like the flea experiment, all they gotta do you all they have to do is, is break you down a couple of times, bro, and then you will. By yourself, stop trying. Imagine if motherfuckers had a monitor. Imagine if the 1% had a monitor of the rest of the 99% all the fucking time. How exhausting would that be? It would be impossible. Yeah. It would be impossible. But you know what's not impossible? Breaking a fucking human being. And breaking their fucking spirit. And showing them this is the only way this works. This is the only way this works. You know, I love that quote, bro. I had heard it several times before. And uh, I think it's one of the fucking best quotes that there is out there, bro. You know what I mean? Um, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. It's whatever the fuck you convince yourself of. It's whatever the fuck you convince yourself of. Yeah. Thoughts on that, bro? Jeez. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's very right if you start to ponder on, on a, quite a few different things. And uh, again, whenever you talk about stuff, I feel like it's, you know, I immediately feel like it's directed, you know, towards me. It's, it's directed yeah. towards me. Yeah. It's directed to everybody that, that'll lend an ear. Yeah. That's, what, that's, that's what everyone to. should feel like. Yeah. When something like that is said, because it, 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 it's, a, it's knowledge, it's... It's it, it, it's meant to open up eyes that haven't been opened. It's meant to trigger some things that haven't been triggered. Maybe they should be triggered. Listen, uh, guys, uh, I don't me, me and Dave don't mean to come off as heroes or fucking know it alls or uh, we're just like you. We're in the fucking process of attempting to do something. We're we're at the same starting point. We're at the same starting point. Even though you know what I mean, our life experiences have been different and, and we've faced quite a bit of fucking challenges, but. We're still here. We probably shouldn't be. And no one would blame us for fucking giving up at some fucking point. But we're still here. You don't understand how fucking tough you actually are. You don't understand your potential. You don't understand that without you, nothing exists. 
And I hope those 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 metaphors or those examples that I gave you of these uh, sporting events that are fucking huge, huge, especially in our culture, bro. They wouldn't be anything if there was nobody there to watch them and put the energy into it and put put your attention and invest that much currency that you possess, that you generate, that you make into that. I I. I Truly, can totally relate to you. I was a huge sports fanatic back in the day. And I was athletic. I played the game. I was athletic and, you know, played basketball and, and ran. And, uh, I, you know, I was so involved in sports. But over the years, I've just fallen off. And now I don't even watch anything, dude. But I can't see myself associated with it. Or It's great. You know, I, I go and hang out. People watch games. But, you know, just for the fun. Yeah. The, the, this social, you know, social event. And people always ask me, man, you know, you used to be so into sports. What happened? I just doesn't, I just don't have time. I got to work and pay bills, bro. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to work and pay bills. You know, I remember when I used to work for, you know, certain corporations. I won't mention them because they don't deserve to be mentioned. But <laughs> they used to, you know, fucking have sales meetings and be like, hey, man, if you want to go buy a fucking Rolex, go fucking buy that shit. If you want to go buy a fucking expensive luxury car, go buy that shit. Why do you think they tell you that, bro? So you can't fucking run after, bro. They got you by the balls now, bro. You need to pay that debt off. You think they're, gonna, they're worried about losing you? Shit. They, they already got you. They already got you. They already got you. You ain't going nowhere now. Yeah. They could treat you as unjust as they want. They could fucking be assholes to you, be fucking terrorists to you. <laughs> You're not going. You can't. You can't leave. <laughs> you can't leave. You know sure. what I mean? It, it just, you know what I mean? Um, it, it, I just, I thought it was a beautiful subject to touch on, bro. Um, and uh, you know what I mean? It just, everything in life is a concept, bro. Everything in life is a concept. It's just a matter of spin doctors and how they spin it. You know, like I've, I've had this uh, conversation with you in the past, you know what I mean? Like Gucci, for example. What would you say that they sell? Clothes? Apparently, yeah. Clothes? Yeah. No, they sell. Uh, they sell luxury. That's what they sell. Oh, yeah, luxury clothes. They sell luxury. They sell the concept of luxury. That's what's attached to the clothing. It speaks a certain. Because people would rather have a fucking pair of Gucci. Or, or a piece of Gucci clothing than a piece of fucking Wrangler's denim jeans, right? Why? Same function, yeah. right? Wrangler, I'm sure, makes a fucking decent fucking pair of jeans. I've never owned any, but you know what I mean? I'm not a fucking cowboy on a ranch. I haven't. I'm not a cowboy. Well, I, I mean, hey, listen, bro. What you do on your free time, that's completely up wow. to you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mercedes, you think they sell cars? What do they sell? Status. Lifestyle. Status. Yeah. Apple. The people you used to work for in the past. Yeah. What do they sell? Exclusivity. What did, what did, what did my boy Josh tell me when I told him that we were going to start recording? He was like, hey, make sure that you have Apple computers mm -hmm. because professionals use Apple. Where the fuck did he get that from? You think Josh is fucking 
fucking call the fucking Steve Jobs one day and be like, hey, I'm a boy starting a podcast. And Steve Jobs told me, tell him to fucking make sure he got the fucking Apple logo up because <laughs> that's what professionals use. <laughs> or is it? Or is it just that it's so well embedded in our fucking culture and these motherfuckers do amazing jobs at marketing the shit that way, so that we're fucking mm. slaves to the the design, bro. We're slaves to the design. It took them a while to drive. A, I mean, a I'm guilty of it. I think people that have Samsung phones are weird. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why would you buy a fucking Samsung? There's more f- functionality. If you talk to people that have Samsung phones, they would be like, well, and I don't want to get into that conversation because they're speaking about shit that I don't understand. But it's simple. It's simple. It's simple because, um, you know, Apple separated themselves you know, from, from tech technology entirely when, uh, they, it was able, they're just more robust machines when it comes to certain types of uh, art, like photography, editing, uh, um, you know, uh, rendering, you know, art, you know, digital art, things like they can take the, the, the power, they can handle all that stuff. Other, I've used both Mac and PC, I've all, and, you know, Apple above else is, is able to handle the job. You know, they get, they get the job done, it's quality work and, you know, it's good stuff. Easier used to, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Everyone has their their preference. So you know what I mean, bro. That that's that's my little fucking uh, take, and that's why I thought it was uh, you know what I mean. Important that we we talk about this subject today, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we all have. We, yep, I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. It's it's hard to unlock ourselves because we are. We were told not to. We were not supposed to know a lot of things, and we're known to just what was given to us. And now, when new shit, when new things are presented to us, what's the natural reaction to something new we don't understand? We're scared of it. Yeah, you know, we're we're afraid of it. We pay no attention to it. But you know, why I can tell you that we're not wired to be scared of shit. Have you? Obviously, there's the mm-hmm. exception if there's something wrong with a child. But you tell me a fucking child that stopped walking because he fell the first couple times. Mm-hmm. A baby that you, that went from crawling to walking. What fucking functional child ever in the history of the world stopped attempting to walk because he fell the first couple times? It's not until you grow up and the world gets their motherfucking claws in you, bro, that they start pounding these limited beliefs into us that we could only exist in this fucking realm and nothing else. And nothing else. It, 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 it's just indoctrination, bro. That's all it is. That's the best word I could use to describe it. You know what I mean? That's the best fucking word that I could use to describe it, bro. And like, you know, just for example, I had been telling you about the NFTs for how long? Jesus. For well over oh, oh, a year and a half, maybe yeah. two years. You know what I mean? You finally did it. I'm fucking beyond thrilled for you, bro. And and so everything you, you this is something that you always talk to me about, cause and effect. Because you did that, bro. Who knows what the fuck's gonna happen? Who knows? But something that's never happened before because you've never had the balls to fucking put that out there. You put it out there in the universe, you thought about it, you put it out there, it, it exists now. That's how things get born into it into existence bro it was easier than i thought of I course was, after i was done i was like it, it just mental blocks. matter of hours that's it 
It's just mental blocks, and that's on everything, bro. You know what I mean? I, I, I uh, that's just on anything, on anything. You know, it, it's just it's it's important for people to take the time, bro. No, no one's gonna benefit from this but you. You gotta understand one one thing that I've I've been meaning to say on podcasts, and I always forget when we, st- we hit st- hit the stop button. But I'm glad it just came out of my right now, and I'm gonna mention mention this to you. Me and David, first of all, let me phrase, let me start by saying, relax. Me and David are not attempting to enroll you in nothing. <laughs> Again, relax. We're not attempting to enroll you in nothing. On the contrary, we're attempting to disenroll you from a lot of limiting beliefs that you've acquired through your adolescency, through your adulthood, through your childhood your past traumas that's what we're attempting to do but furthermore we can't even do that the only thing we hope to do is drop some ideas some new ideas some new food for thought that you might be able to contemplate and plant out a seed in, in your own consciousness and see what 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 gives we we can't enact change in other people shit it's hard enough to do it with, with ourselves dude yeah. we struggle with that shit on a fucking constant basis don't we every hour we, we fucking call each other for fucking support <laughs> you know what i mean like we're me and dave are each other's fucking therapists you know what i mean like dave this you know what i mean like he'll be like oh just this you know what i mean like you need people like that you know what i mean you need people like that if, 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 if a motherfucker's in your life or a woman's in your life or, or whatever, whoever's in your life, if they don't serve the purpose to inspire you and motivate you, what are they even doing there? You could go fucking drink with complete strangers at, at places that are called bars. You don't need to be friends with anybody. You're never going to run out of drinking partners or drinking buddies or whatever the situation might be. If that's the type of space you're occupying and people are if that's the type of space people are occupying in your life you need to fucking rethink that circle bro if motherfuckers ain't motivating you to, to, to be better not like them but to be better whatever the fuck that may be if, if, if these aren't the conversations that are being had in your circle you gotta rethink that circle what do you what the fuck do you guys celebrate every fucking weekend anyway mediocrity Limited beliefs <laughs> that you're never leaving the hood and that's the way you want it. Are we always going to go to Cancun on vacation as fucking Mexicans? Or can we go to Martha's Vineyard one fucking year? Or fucking Nantucket and make some fucking backdoor deals with all these fucking elites? See if we get some fucking money in our pockets <laughs> and set up the lineage the right way. <laughs> Come on, bro. Fucking think bigger. Think bigger, be hungrier, bro. And, you know, without doing anything legal, bro. You know what I mean? It'd be nice to have fucking businesses and Mexicans that aren't just fucking washing money for cartels. You know what I mean? It'd be nice to have a fucking company that's that's a publicly traded company as a Hispanic. There's a fucking novel thought, right? There's another fucking thought there. You know what I mean? A public traded company by a couple of fucking Mexicans. Hmm. Would they allow it? I don't know. No one's fucking tried it, as far as I know. You know, and if there is a motherfucker that owns a publicly traded company, like, I don't, I'm aware, I'm unaware of it. Wow. I'm unaware of it. 
Do you do you know any Mexicans that are on the S&P 500 currently? Uh, no, no, I don't actually. No. Why? That's a good question. I don't know why. Bro, it, it's questions we need to fucking start asking ourselves. Nobody fucking asked it. They just accept shit for what it is, bro. Wow. And when you accept shit for what it is, then you, you become a slave to your own fucking broken thoughts and mentality, bro. And they win. That's the fucking game. The game is control, bro. I want to read something here by uh, Aldous Huxley, bro. Okay. Uh, and this is based off a movie that uh, uh, Gyllenhaal did, bro. Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Okay. That's called The Enemy. I'm not sure when it came out, um, but um, if you guys get the chance, watch the movie. It's very informational. Um, it'll 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 really make you fucking think about the way of life, and it's gonna go back and give you a little history of how far these motherfuckers have been running this fucking program. The enemy. The people the, in charge. That's what it's called. The, the, movie? the enemy. Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a quote from uh, Aldous Huxley. Okay. Uh, the older dictators fell. Uh, uh, the older dictators uh, failed because they could never supply their subjects with enough bread. Talking about the Romans, mm -hmm. how they used to control people through fucking bread uh, and entertainment. That's how they kept the masses under control. Um, he's with enough bread and enough circuses, enough miracles and mysteries. Under scientific dictatorship, Education will really work with the result that most men and women will grow up to love their servitude and will never dream of revolution. There seems to be good reason why, why a thoroughly scientific dictatorship should, uh, should ever be overthrown. Mm. They, got, they, got, they got us too distracted, bro. They got us too distracted to, to give shit like this even a fucking thought. I don't know. I don't know. I just... And maybe we're not even the ones to do anything about it, bro. But at least maybe we get to the ears of somebody that has some type of fucking power where they could platform some fucking real conversations. You know what I mean? Like, we don't even have a seat at the table, bro. We don't even have a seat at the table. All our, all our Hispanic politicians are paid and bought for. They're all paid and bought for. There ain't nobody out there really trying to change shit, bro. And I understand the game, bro. I understand the game well. You got to play a little ball for someone to give you some, I mean, you know, there's 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 a saying in finance. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. There's a saying in politics. He's a pair of steady hands. Meaning like you don't have to be the smartest motherfucker. You just need to be able to do what your fucker told and not ask questions. That's all it is, bro. You're just not supposed to question the hierarchy and just do what the fuck you're told. Keep your fucking head down. Be a little good earner. I just gave you the example the other day. You got all these people out in your route right now, visiting, giving you accolades. And I was like, Dave, think about how much money you've made these people. Let, let, let's break it down by quarter. In the last quarter. And think about the percentage that they've taken from that money and paid you. Peanuts. <laughs> peanuts. Yeah, I like Dumbo. I work for peanuts. <laughs> we all work for peanuts. <laughs> and they make us very happy to have those peanuts. Yes. And they make us very... But, but see, we need, to, we need to break out of that mentality, bro. Like I said, they wouldn't be able to function and, and move the way they do if it wasn't for us.
for us showing up and putting in the dedication, putting in the man hours. They no corporation would function without people. I know they're attempting that with AI. They still got a long way to go with that, bro. They still got a long way to go with that. We were just having a discussion about AI and what a, what AI is and what programming is, and we were just like these are the conversations we should be having. No one gives a fuck. The most most people know about technology is the fucking uploads on their phone that they receive from Apple, and you accept it, and that's it. You don't even know what the fuck you're giving away every time you accept these fucking uploads. No one reads the fine print. <laughs> no one. No one. I, I remember they did a fucking sketch on SNL once, and I thought it was fucking hilarious, bro. A little iPhone. <laughs> because uh, um, I forget what the the guy that was married to, uh, or the guy that came out on uh, Horrible Bosses, bro, the guy from SNL. Yeah. Um, do you know his name? Uh no. Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis. Jason, yeah. yeah, Jason Sudeikis. He played the devil on the skit on SNL. And he was like, so what you been up to? He was like, ah, oh, man, you know, just devil stuff. Been busy, you know what I mean? He was like, so he like, hey, man, uh, I think Mike Roche asked him, like, are you still, like, into, like, collecting souls and stuff like that? Because it seems like you're busy with technology and stuff like that. He was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I still collect souls, too, you know what I mean? Like, it's all in the fine contracts. Every time you upload your iPhone, it's all in there. You're actually selling your soul to me. <laughs> I thought that was clever, bro. Yeah. I thought he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I still collect souls. You're like, oh, you're talking about my old hobby. <laughs> but how clever is that, bro? Yeah. He like every time you accept terms and conditions, you're selling your soul to me. He like, but he like, yeah, I still do that. That's just my old hobby. <laughs> how clever is that, though? That's exactly what we're doing, bro. We just we just want it. We don't give a fuck. Like, yes, I accept. Yes, I accept. Who reads it? It's purposely made impossible to read, way too long to read, for a reason. They don't want you to fucking read it. There's only half of a percent of people that actually read it. Yeah. And do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the attorneys that are crafting it together so that they can't be fucking sued. If anybody ever actually reads it. And they and they, and they and they write in little loopholes where they can fucking get out of whatever jams might arise from it. Those are the people that read it. Mm-hmm. They're attorneys that fucking put all this shit together for them, bro. Yeah. But anyway, bro. Yeah. Um, we're coming up on our time here. Uh, we usually like to try to keep it, excuse me, within a certain time frame on these podcasts. Um, any final thoughts on this, D? Uh, no, I think it's great. Very, very, uh, very enlightening. Very eye opening. I think it's uh, it's very, very good food for thought. I think it's it's awesome. Yeah. And by the way, the fleas, the the, the analogy, the strip. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. In the jar with the lid. Actually, reminded me of a movie. Which one? Really like uh, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, what part? Uh, okay. When he's, uh, gosh, he. Uh, it's when the he insults his girlfriend, his fiance at the dinner table, and then you know they get up and leave. They're all mad, and uh, he goes off and and gets in a, in a fight, in you know in a brawl like a bet, and they go and he does he fights this guy, kicks his ass, and he goes upstairs, and he gets drunk and he starts drinking. Um, uh, it's a solution that's meant for eye surgery or something. Yeah. It's all fucking tore up. Then when his buddy comes and finds him, um, the doctor, um, I forgot his name. But anyway, he comes and fi- Watson. Watson, yeah. He comes and finds him and he sees him uh, playing a violin and, uh, or Stradivarius. 
and he's uh, he's got flies running around, flying around in a circle inside a jar and glass, mm-hmm. living. And he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I because I managed to get all these flies in here with the tone of this this uh, in this violin, and now I'm uh, now I, I got them all in here, and, and if I play one way, they fly clockwise. If I play another way, counterclockwise. If I counterclockwise, yeah." And I was like, oh shit, that reminded me of that. That's it. And then he gets, he goes, oh yeah, what happens if I do this? He takes the lid off and bangs the glass, they'll fly away. <laughs> but I, I like a quote of Sherlock Holmes, but you know, just from his story and everything, it yeah. says, um, it may not be that uh, you are not yourself uh, luminous, yeah, but that you are a conductor of light. There you go. There you go. That's all I got. That's it, bro. Well, listen, man, again, congratulations to my boy Dave for fucking finally getting the balls and putting his NFTs up. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Uh, hopefully, this is the start of something beautiful. No, matter of fact, it is. let me refrain that. It's definitely the start of something fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's definitely the start. I already know it. We just haven't arrived at that reality yet, bro. So, I can't wait. kudos to you, my friend. Hopefully, we were able to drop uh, some gems on you guys, uh, you know, food for thought. Like I said, we're not here to enroll you in anything. We just want you to disenroll yourself from all these limited beliefs that are fucking holding you back from your greatest fucking potential. What a fucking, what a fucking uh, <laughs> loss to the world if you don't fully ever, you know, uh, develop yourself to your full potential. You know what I mean? So, just something to sleep mm-hmm. on, guys. Uh, this was the Neighbor Podcast, episode seventeen. And uh, let me see again what. <laughs> I forget here because I got a million things going in my head, but I'm trying to remember again what we labeled this one and we labeled uh, this one uh, creating psychological barriers. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, until episode 18. We love you. Good night. Good night. I need to create a psychological barrier because this drink is too rapey. There you go, bro. All right. Good night. Good night.